Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. That is some classic Van Halen. Toronto Maple Leafs have two shorthanded goals tonight. They lead New Jersey 3-2 with 2.05 left in the third. Early in the third, Penguins and Sabres tied at two. Canucks and Avalanche just getting underway. And in about half an hour, it is Anaheim home to Chicago. The Edmonton Oilers play San Jose tomorrow. The Sharks coming off that upset win over uh, Calgary last night. Kelly Rudy will tell us more about that game in a few minutes. The Oilers 35, 24, and 5. 586 points percentage. Third in the Pacific. They're three back of L.A. They are three ahead of Vegas and the website sportsclubstats.com giving the Oilers an 82.4% probability of making the postseason. And if they don't make it, for those of you who watch Star Trek Picard, maybe we can go back in time and replay the season by flying around the sun really fast, as they did quite quickly and quite easily in episode two of that series. Sorry for the spoilers if you haven't watched it yet. It's been out a week. Anyway, Kellen, Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. What are people writing in tonight? Uh, we got texts plenty. So let's start with one of our favorites, Yakushev, who says, "Of course, oh. Tippett would have played Bouchard more. He uh, he said that before the season that Bouchard would have, would be a game changer, which I question. Tippett had to try to prove that he was right." Uh, well, I think sometimes coaches can be a little stubborn, for sure. Yeah, fair enough. Good to hear from you, Yakushev. Mm-hmm. Okay, this next one is for you and I here, Reed. Uh-oh. Ha types in, or texts in, I should say, and asks, discuss the jerseys that the Leafs are wearing tonight for next-gen night. Uh, they do absolutely nothing for me, is my short answer. Really? <laughs> really? I'm a curmudgeon. What do you want me to say? I, I'm loving the look that the Leafs have tonight. Uh, well, at least this version of the look. Apparently, this jersey can reverse as well. So it's Did got a different Bieber design. design. Yeah, something? yeah, it is a Justin Bieber. Uh, like, what's with Bieber now? He's he's <laughs> doing Timbits. He's doing Leafs jerseys. What's he going to be next? Prime Minister? <laughs> no, but you watch. In 10 years, he's probably going to be the guy running things at MLSE. That's... He's, it's either going to be him or Drake, I, I one think, of the two. I think Prime Minister Bieber has a nice ring to it. Hmm? Good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm, I'm a fan of them. Reed is not, so there we go. Uh, way too much information, Reed. Ugh, from Vic, Coach Vic, I, I believe, uh, talking about uh, your uh, day plans today with the uh, hanging out by the pool or whatever. <laughs> oh, yes. I was. Well, okay, fair enough. I like Vic. All right. And uh, this one had no uh, tech or no, uh, sorry, no name to it here. Just let me see. I lost it here. There we go. Yeah, uh, it's this Brad Pitt. He's too nervous to sign his name. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, he asks 
Gentlemen, forecast what you see over the next two weeks if you had to predict uh, what would happen with the Oilers. Oh, with the Oilers, I thought he was just going to say what would happen in general. In general, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, look, I, I think generally they're playing well, and I like the fact that they're getting healthy, and, and I like the fact that they've been getting pretty good goaltending. Um, so two. So here's the if he wants to go two weeks from today. Here's the two schedule. weeks from San today. Jose, yeah. San Jose, Calgary, Arizona, L.A., St. Louis. Anaheim and San Jose again. So is that seven games? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes. Uh, I mean, I got, I got to be optimistic. I, I think uh, hopefully they can jump on the Sharks tomorrow. I got a good feeling already about Saturday night. Uh, you know, Arizona is not doing well. Big game against L.A. St. Louis is tough. And then you go into Anaheim and then you go into San Jose. So... Man, oh man, uh, I'm going to be optimistic and say 10 out of 14 points. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, and I know some people like being negative, but I'm going to be optimistic and say 10 out of 14 points in the next two weeks. For the right Oilers. on. How about, how about that? Yep, there we go. I, I fake four and free myself. Four wins, three losses. That's what I'm predicting. Well, yeah, which would be fine. That would get them close to a playoff spot, and especially if one of the wins, and, and then the game two weeks from tomorrow that I didn't include is at Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So those two games against LA is, are, are, those two games against LA are really big. Right on. Cool. Did you want one more? Or Oh, yeah, we can do one more. Then we'll take a break and get going. Oh, excellent. Okay. Uh, let me just grab something here. We will go with... Uh, Reed, I love you, man, but it's a cap world. That's why we complain about nur- nurses' outrageous uh, salary. Uh, Ken Holland gave him based on lighting up the sends in a northern abstraction division. That's from OK Dan tonight. Yeah, I, 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 I've, had, I've heard that argument from other people. And not just, uh, you know, listeners or fans, Um, you know, the effect of the North Division last year. I mean, somebody told me that Mike Smith, Mike Smith's numbers were inflated. I I do think probably uh, Nurse's numbers were inflated last year, Uh, probably Barry's numbers. I mean, you could even argue Dreisaitl and McDavid's numbers were inflated last year by playing Ottawa a lot. Vancouver didn't have a good year. Even Calgary last year didn't have that great a season. That is fair. the, the, the flip side to that is Darnell Nurse wanted to stay here. And as Ken Holland said, if you let Darnell Nurse walk away, you're looking for a player to replace Darnell Nurse. Is he worth his, his exact salary as much as he got? Probably not. Um, but I, I'd sooner have him on the team than be looking for somebody like him. But, but that is fair. But I, I think the caller who called in earlier, that was Mike, was saying contract aside... Uh, that Mike felt Darnell was... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Perhaps getting unfairly bashed for a couple of the goals against last night. But hey, it comes with the territory. All right. Uh, thanks for chiming in. Kelly Rudy up next, Inside Sports on Chet. 
Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. All right, he joins us every week on Inside Sports, powered by Sentinel Storage Shop, Canadian Store Canadian. Try four weeks free. Visit sentinelstorage.ca. Former NHL goaltender, now broadcaster, Kelly Rudy. Kelly, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, Reed. Uh, thanks for asking. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing very well. I think I'm going to declare this the first day of summer, Kelly. I'm not looking at the oh forecast. My. It's summertime, baby. It's so nice, right? I don't know what it is in Edmonton, but I'm driving home in my truck right now, and it's uh, 18 degrees here in uh, beautiful Calgary. So I'll take that yeah. in uh, March, right? Yeah, I'm not. I, to be honest with you, I'm not sure exactly what we hit, but I think we got into the high teens. So yeah, pretty yeah. pretty nice day overall. I did have a friend text me yesterday saying we're going to be golfing soon. So I appreciate her optimism. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that's true. I'll tell you what, uh, the, the Oilers are hoping not to be golfing anytime soon as they uh, inch ever closer to a playoff spot, despite a couple of losses here on Monday and Tuesday. I, I thought it was a great game against Colorado on Monday. You know, didn't, didn't win the three-on-three competition. Okay. Uh, last night, maybe snatched defeat from the jaws of victory with a couple quick goals against from the Dallas Stars. Yeah, that's how I saw it too, Reed. And uh, um, I have to tell you that, yeah, their their effort was uh, admirable. There's a lot to uh, you know look at their game right now and say, man, it just you just keep playing like this, and you should be able to secure a spot in the playoffs. But there's another part of me that when you give up that uh, early goal in overtime versus Colorado and then the two quick goals what were they 24 seconds apart last night and and that's going to happen on occasion you hope that it doesn't happen in consecutive nights and you'd hope that it doesn't happen in in late March and you certainly hope that um, this isn't some sort of trend because the way in which they're all very similar and and that's what is kind of concerning me if you're trying to lock down a playoff position you can't be giving up these kind of goals it was just way too easy and uh, you go to the overtime goal versus colorado it's a bad pass into the feet of kane and and he instead of stopping he just kind of you know loses sight of the puck it's intercepted uh, or taken away by mccarr to mckinnon game over and so although part of that is unfortunate then you look at last night and uh i just think so <clears throat> the game tying goal by gurionov so it's in what i kind of recognize it's a three on four right so the edmonton oilers they're going to stand up at their blue line which is a good thing to a certain degree the only guy on the four check on that play was fogel and then klingberg does a really smart thing because he recognizes all four guys um sure yamamoto nurse and cc they are flat-footed and so he just kicks it back to one of the fastest guys in the game to hints and he he easily carves his way through the four guys and scores a game time goal okay a little bit of miscommunication it can happen you hope it doesn't late in the game when you're trying to uh, bring this one home and then 24 seconds later cc 
you're always asking guys to make a play, right? But he's along the boards, and he still does the right thing. He tries to just throw it along the wall, and Ben does a nice play. It looked look to me, at least three plays I saw, that Ben knocked it out of midair, and Kane and McDavid are a little bit ahead of the play. McDavid does a great job trying to come back and take away uh, Gurionov on the uh, far side. But if you watch it about, I don't know, eight or nine feet behind Gurionov, he stopped skating ever so slightly, right? He's he's hoping he can coast in there and take the stick away, the pass away from Sagan. Well, it doesn't happen. And, and so just tiny little plays like that. Overall, in a game, you think, well, I don't think that's going to hurt us. And it does. You only get one point out of four. And those are such important points to lose that you've got to make sure that you shore that kind of stuff up because good teams just don't do that. Yeah, I, I think personally, I think puck management, and you brought up a couple other details on those two goals against Dallas, and quite frankly, Koskinen held them in in the second period. I mean, I was going over all the highlights I wrote down yeah. of saves Koskinen made yeah. when it was 2-1 Dallas, and there were there were five or six, I thought, grade-A chances for Dallas. So maybe Agreed. You know, probably probably Dallas deserved the two points, even though Edmonton uh, had the lead late. I, I just kind of thought... I just kind of thought that was a goofy play in overtime. I mean, Nurse's helmet comes off and he's got a race to the bench. And, you know, I realize yeah. maybe in that situation, you can say Kane should have just, you know, even taken an icing or, or you know, what. But, I, yeah. you know, I know he's probably thinking, well, heck, if I get by this guy, maybe McDavid gets a breakaway. So I, I just thought that was a little more kind of a goofy play against the Avalanche. I, I don't disagree. I, I'm just saying, though, that when you're sort of in that situation, and you said the word uh, puck manager, just make sure you do the right thing. I, I know I know it's a bit of a lucky play and it's a broken play and it's in his feet and and he wasn't trying to create something out of nothing. He just lost sight of, out of it. But those things just do add up. And and maybe to your point about how well Koskinen played, and maybe that's why I bring up those uh, those goals because it, it it's kind of like you've just wasted a great effort by the goaltender. And I know we had Brian Burke on uh, and uh, earlier this this uh, winter, and he was talking about that early when Pittsburgh was kind of struggling. And their goaltender was just, Tristan Jari was just amazing, but they're wasting a lot of go great goaltender performances. Sometimes you never recover from those wasted opportunities. All right. Let's uh, keep the Oilers focus, but the other story of the week, Brett Kulak and Derek Brassard joining the team, both expected to be in the lineup tomorrow. Uh, you know, I, I've done uh, a few talk show hits on this on, on other stations and, uh, and talking about our own station, I, I think this gives the Oilers more options, Kelly. Now, you would have seen Kulak as a flame yep. for sure, and brassard has been in the league, yep. it seems like, forever. So what do you think of these guys? Well, I'll start on Broussard. He's a solid pro, right? He understands uh, what he has to do. Um, I don't think he's going to light it up offensively, but that's not why you brought him in. But don't get me wrong. He has good offensive skills, but I think that he, they're coming, bringing him in uh, for those other options that you're talking about. Kulak is a, a, a guy that it's really easy to cheer for, Reed. I, I've been around this game a long, long time, and he's right at the top of the list for nicest guys. Now, you're not just trading for nice guys. They've got to be good players. But I want to make that clear that the Oilers fans, are uh, they're going to they're gonna really find it easy to cheer for this guy. Having said that, 
he really skates well. Uh, he tries to create. He's all in emotionally. I like that about him. He's invested in every game. Um, and and I think there's more to give there. I, I think that he's a, a player that has really started to uh, gain his confidence and trust what he can do. When he was here in Calgary, uh, he would get a little bit of traction. And I think that sometimes uh, maybe wasn't the right situation and the way he wants to play. And, you know, there might be the odd mistake and then doesn't feel as confident trying to do what he wants. But I, I just really thought that that confidence has really grown while he is in Montreal. Um, and I think Euler fans will really uh appreciate this guy for what he's trying to okay well yeah we'll see what those guys do for sure i, I gotta ask you about because while the oilers were playing and then rob and i were doing overtime open line and we kind of we're, were not uh, together for the road games but we were kind of both watching the the calgary game and um sort of half an eye on it and i was like oh man san jose caught up oh man san jose won and then i see uh all the calgary media Jason LaBarbera, who was briefly at Edmonton Oilers several years ago and is now the Flames goalie coach, <laughs> he came out and did the post-game news conference, which I found unusual. I know occasionally an assistant or an associate coach might do it. Um, I, I thought it was weird the goalie coach did it, but that's me from afar. What, what are you seeing there with the Flames? Well, first of all, it was uh, refreshing uh, you know, Jason's such a good guy, and he went through the entire game very thoughtfully. He was asked near the end of the presser, though, when's the last time he's uh, been in that situation? I think he said 10 or 12 years ago. But I, I, I had to just sort of think myself that uh, that was one of the worst games that Markstrom has had as a flame. And I was wondering if Daryl Sutter was sending Jason out there to send a message that, hey, it's your guy, it's your position, you go talk about what happened tonight and and he did have to field a lot of questions about the goaltender Markstrom but I don't I, I just don't know I thought it was strange and maybe I'm just reaching because I don't know and I didn't have the ability to ask but it does seem like an odd one for me and it doesn't seem like it's a coincidence then it happened when the goaltender had uh, a bad game because he doesn't have many of those but last night he was certainly not very good so would have you been comfortable with that as a goaltender if, if you had an off night and then the, you found out the coach said, I want this very specific position coach to go out and speak about the entire game? Like to, to me, it's kind of assigning blame, isn't it? I mean, Tippett got in trouble for what he said about Koskinen, you know? Right. That that's why that's why my brain went there. That's that's the only thing I can think of. And the only thing I would be hopeful of is that my goalie coach stands beside me and and uh, props me up and and jason did just that so it's uh you know daryl is unique and he does things uh, differently than other people and and we don't always have to agree with what he does you know that's why i brought it up i didn't think that sending that sort of message was really the thing that i would have liked to have seen as a, a former player and just quickly before I let you go, Kelly, what did you see from the Sharks? Tough year. The Oilers beat them pretty soundly when they played a few weeks ago. Skinner got his first career shutout, but kind of a shocker last night over Calgary. What can we expect tomorrow? Yeah, um, well, team in transition for sure, right? You know, there are a lot of guys that uh, are trying to make a name for themselves in National Hockey League. I thought James Reimer uh, played quite well. I don't know if Aiden Hill would will be back for tomorrow's game, but uh, uh, I, I'm really trying to figure them out. Carlson back, and I don't know if I saw his best yesterday. Um, 
I'm still trying to figure them out. How's that for a, not a very good answer for you? No, that's fair. Well, I mean, they're not a they're not a playoff threat, but uh, obviously a team no. that we're just got to take care of against for sure. Okay, Kelly, yeah. thanks. Thanks for checking in. We'll do this again next week, and uh, we'll have a battle of Alberta to talk about because the two teams are going to play Saturday night. That is going to be a fun one, man. Have the, have a great week. It sure will. Okay, thanks, Reed. Take care, my friend. Kelly Rudy is presented by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Try four weeks free. Visit sentinelstorage.ca. The Leafs do win 3-2 over the Devils. I'll talk to you at 5.30 tomorrow for the Faceoff Show. Take care. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.